Blog Talk Radio. A billion people died on the news tonight, but not so many cried at the devil's side. Well, Mama said, it's just make believe. You can't believe everything you see, so baby, close your eyes to the lullaby. Dumber 
than Elmo in some other. And Elmo, he's real lovable. Like, I'm real lovable. I know that. But I know that I am really dumb in my head. And drinking alcohol and being in the car for 63 hours is probably not a good idea to go on the radio right afterwards. You're like, all this stuff I've spun up in my head as possibilities and deductions and what have you without marijuana because, like, they, in Florida here, you can have marijuana, but only from their special dispensaries. People or farmers that have been growing 15 years other things beforehand, right? It was like 20 years. They got like half that or I don't know. I'm learning it. I, day two. Day one was Jacksonville. Jacksonville was so cool. Like, I've been doing, like, food delivery to get across the country. But, like, I'm not into delivering food late at night, especially, like, in Oakland area where there's a lot of economic disparity, per se. Then I get to Jacksonville, and I'm like, whoa, reversal of rows. I see, like, a few white folk that are just freaking crackheads. And I'm like, whoa. And there's all these African-American folk that are doing well. And I'm like, freak, yeah, that's awesome. The economy is way messed up in California. And you got to get out there to see that, is that people are wonderful people, not wherever you go. If someone has difficulty making money, like a whole bunch of difficulty, like living on the street, doing horrible, cracky things. It's dangerous. But here in Jacksonville, I was like cruising around, and there's really nice people. I was like the white unicorn. Like, I swear. Like, I cruise around, and all these people are looking at me like, whoa, what's this white boy doing around here? With a big old smile and happy. I'm like, yeah, I love it. I mean, I just want to see the, the faces of the slave masters from back in the day, be like, yo, foes, look who the, who you brought over that's doing good here now. You know, they brought people over to be workers and slaves and to keep them uneducated. Well, no, not in Jacksonville. Jacksonville, there's a lot of smart people, and they're all living the American dream. And it's so awesome to see being a Californian because I see my share of street folk. And some of the street folk, Dangerous as they may be, many have been dark-skinned. And it's just like reverse racism is awesome sometimes. Just be like, flip the roles around. Be like, oh, you think only white folk be all rich and fancy? Like, no, dude. Like, I saw more homeless. I only saw homeless white folk there. Or some speedy people walking around. Like, damn. I mean, in California, you know. But, like, over there, they're like, People got their American dreams. They got their cars. They got their jobs. Beautiful homes. And it's like, damn, I'm loving being here in Florida. This is awesome. Like, I just showed up in Miami today. And, like, a lot of Spanish everywhere. Jacksonville wasn't very much Spanish. But here in Miami, yeah, there's habla espanol todo bien. Me gusta mucho. Pura vida. You know, I love it. You know, it's really nice. A lot of people enjoying themselves out here. And I barely even, like, scratch the surface in the world. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to free flow tonight. Because, like I said, I've been in the car alone way too long to get here. 
And in my mind, it's like, you know, you try to figure things out in the world. You're like, how come this was like that? Or how come that was like this? And you just like, tell yourself all these deductions that are like, might be real or they might not be. Like my deductions, I made babies that they're not telling me about. That's my deduction. And it's just like goes over and over in my head about all these situations in the world that I'm like, will you respect me if you have a child? You know, respect you in the morning, sure. I mean, in the morning we'll be doing wong to wong wong. But like, am I respected as a man who helped bring life to someone? Because a woman can't make life on her own. If she wants to do it on her own, then she gets it from a man who signed off his right to be anywhere on a birth certificate. And so over and over in my head, just trying to figure out these things. And I'm like, I'm not that kind of crazy sexual active person over so many long periods. And y'all get a special show tonight because I found something really awesome. It's called Arrogant Bastard Alcohol. I got another one right here. I'm almost finished drinking one of them. And it's just like, I can only try to figure things out so much in my head until I start like hitting my head against the window. And I'm like, no, I don't want to break my window. I don't want to hurt myself. I just want to figure stuff out in the world. And it's just like, I'm all alone. And like, what happened to all my buddies and all my friends and What's all the things that have been said about me that has scared away people in my world? And it is, it's like, I don't get these letters in the mail. You know, people have their own ways of keeping truths from me. And I strongly believe that there's a case of paternity fraud going on. And it is like sucks, you know, to have that thought. I hate to be sharing that, honestly. Like, it's just like, Paranoid delusions, right? You know, just like, what's going on? Why is this guy rapping? Uh, I don't know. Because I have a massive headache. I'm a cancer survivor. Like, before when I was when I was in Costa Rica, it was so hot out, my body would have this stink. And I'm like, oh, it's just the alcohol. And I'm like, but I haven't been drinking any alcohol. So I'm like, fuck, it's the cancer still in my body. That because it's so freaking hot out here and humid... I'm sweating out this stinky stuff, and I'm like, dang, I got to figure out how to heal myself because I want to be here for the long haul because what if I did create babies? I want to show them I'm a good man. I'm a good person. I'm a good, honest, upright, funny-ass mofa-pudmanacker something. I don't know. My brain's supposed to work right now. When you try to figure out things, why people act different ways or do this or that, it really spins you up in the head, and you're just, like, trying to put these pieces together. I got all these puzzles, but I'm trying to put pieces that don't match. It's like, I can't just use scissors to force things together or super glue to put pieces together and this and that. It's like, we need to figure things out. And I'm like, well, I'm here in Florida, and supposedly they got this marijuana thing going on. But, like, Another friend was saying they don't got the initiative process here, like in Cali, but they got like the governor or whoever, what have you. A name I was told by a buddy, I can't grab it right now. Been really helping push this stuff, but it's just like if you want to grow here, 
and sell it, you've got to be a farmer for like 15 years or something like that before you can even apply to the permit within the limited amount of permits that they allow. And I, I kind of like that they're holding off on letting like the corporations, they see money. They don't see nothing about health. California, they've dismantled the money people have dismantled the medical industry. You want to go in there getting some medical, like, you funny. You know, I went to Colorado. I'll tell you, I was very lightheaded. They got less oxygen out there. It's true. But they had, like, a shop for marijuana. They had a recreational and a medicinal one, but they were separated. Like, if you want to go to the medicinal one, you had to go in a separate like, the entrance was on the other side of the building, and there was, like, a line between them, and probably a price difference. Obviously, I didn't go in the medical one because I don't got a Colorado, like, what have you. But I started went the recreation one. It wasn't too bad, you know. I got a little freaking iry, and I really appreciate that because, like, being a cancer survivor, like, I go through issues. Like, my head hurts. It throbs. Like, I've had two cancer surgeries on my neck. I've had ear infection behind that ear that is all related, right? And other issues with my jaw, things not being straight. And be like, yo, how am I going to be one that wants to impress a woman from the Bay that would like to be my Bay, you know? I mean, I got nothing but island love here. Island family has shown so much heart. I want to bring that to Cali because Cali's super island, super coastal. And now I find myself here in, like, where, where am I? Yeah, Florida? I'm already talking, like, freaking, I don't even know how to speak English. Like, southern people got great hospitality, but they don't speak like, a, like Californians. And so, like, I'm, like, I guess a mimic. Is that the term for it? Like, someone that you talk to me or you put off your energies to me and I go, Oh, I see those vibrations. I'll give you back the same kind of vibration, same kind of words, same kind of whatever. That's why I'm really good with my Spanish, really good with being around people. It's like, Oh, that's how you put your vibrations on. I see that. I'll put my vibrations back to you like that, you know, because people are amazing and, you know, you don't want to go interrupt someone's vibration with, like, like forcing stuff. You don't want to unload on someone. You don't want to, like, sit with all this stuff you build up in your head and be like, unload it on someone just to get it off your chest. That's the biggest crock in the world. I mean, not alligator, but, like, you know, or crocodile. But, like, you don't want to unload stuff on people. You want to be like, all right, I see your energy. I'll match them, and I'll share with you what's coming at you. Because you got to feel the people around you. Because if you don't feel the people around you, and I'm not, not like, oh, physical, like, oh, hey, baby, let me, let me, let me feel you. I'm, I'm blind. Let me, let me make sure, you know. Dude, where's my car kind of stuff, you know. Kind of like, why? Oh, you know, in, in, in my world, I've got to feel the whole woman just to, just to see her because I'm blind. Yeah, right, right. So, like. You got to have some fun on it. Throw a little Ashton in on that stuff. Get your your punk having fun, you know. Get your multicolored eyes of love on the world because not everyone understands that we are beautiful. 
doesn't matter how we're made. We're beautiful, beautiful people. And it's so great to see and give thanks to people out there. Be like, yo, you awesome, you cool, you beautiful. And go to another part of the world. Get the heck out of Cali. I mean, really, all the earthquakes, what are y'all doing out there? Like, my main thing, I'm just hoping, like, the Miami Dade don't come fuck with me because, like, I I put a tire in the driver's seat and I'm going to sleep in my car because I'm not, I ain't rich. I try to do food delivery and I got across the country doing that, but I don't got everything dialed in yet. My plan, get a storage unit, get all this stuff out of my car, and then keep making money, get myself in a place to live, and then get myself an address, find a place where they need them computers fixed, because y'all people, y'all got computers all over the place, and yo, I'm worth half a billion dollars. Go ask Microsoft and Apple. You know, I make the money for the people. doesn't mean that they receive reciprocate to me that they're like yo thank you for making all this money for us here you go we'll take care of your physical therapy education you know that stuff I'm working on and trying to figure out you know you sign off whatever when you go work for a company and they steal your ideas and they don't give a flying foe because it's value added well I added billions of dollars of value to Microsoft and Apple so you ain't listening to some fool tooting some horn. Like, I got ideas coming out the Wangaroo. But I'm also a man that goes through extreme discomfort. You might call it pain some days. Because I'm a cancer survivor. And maybe my teeth ain't aligned right or something. And it pulls some tightness on my neck. And it puts me in this horrible mood sometimes where I'm like, I need a neck massage. I need a beautiful hand on my neck to rub it some to let me know I'm loved and I'm cared for in the world because, like, marijuana is awesome, but if you get yourself in a place where you can't find no marijuana, alcohol isn't exactly the replacement. Like, yeah, it's like I can relax some, but I ain't driving no vehicle, driving around drinking. That's, 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 that's crappy. I'll smoke. 12, 14 dabs in a row, I mean, if my lungs let me do it. And I'll drive the Indianapolis 500 next to Robert Harrisback going, wow, dude, come on, shark, can't you keep up to this shark? Come on, San Jose in the house, what you got? You know, we got super speed racer on this stuff, rocking and rolling, I don't need to toot no nothing. I'm natural, attention deficit, hyperactive, just all duh. But, you know, that's how the universe made me, so I give thanks. Thanks and praise to the creation that you put me forward. Like, yeah. Mm. Like, I swear, if you can't get fruits in your diet and you drink beer, you just put some lime in your beer. And you're like, hey, I got my beer. I got my, 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 my biology available substances, and I got some lime in it. So there's my fruits. That's, that's all it needs. Until until my window gets knocked on, I can keep bringing you this super fun because we got the Jack Hair Initiative. It's jumping to Florida right now, and we're going to figure out how to help these Florida rights out and not let the corporations 
take over because the corporations, they see the money. They see there's money in marijuana, and they're going to take it. They're going to come in here, and they're going to shake y'all down and say, hey, 45% taxation, like in Washington, people there ain't there, whatever, well, they're smoking marijuana, and we'll pay tax upon tax upon tax. Like, no. Bugger off. Stop stealing the medically necessity that people have their money, like this pharmacy industry, I want to drop bombs on y'all. Like y'all should not be charging so much for something that's so cheap to make. Yet in other other countries, Canada, the same thing, be like an eighteenth the price that they be jacking up here. So the structural violence of overcharging people that are in ill need. And I might be in some ill need of some love. But, you know, maybe that's just me. But I know other people out there need heart, need care. And, you know, all I could do is help you understand you got to put a shield up because some people want to shake you down with your cash. They don't care. They want the money if you want something. You think it's funny? Oh, you want some water? We're going to tax it. You want some air? We're going to tax it. You exhale carbon dioxide, we're going to tax it. But we're going to get Epstein and Clinton fly around in Lolita Express with little children, do all the things, and they don't care, you know. Trump got away from that fool years ago. Be like, no, I ain't down with that fool. I ain't flying on his plane. Clinton be like, hey, 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 because they're all skull and bones. They think it's something they've got to oppress the people or hurt children to be able to get what they need. And it's just like, damn, that's not going to last long because the meek are going to rule. I'll start a company called the meek if it has to come to it. You know, the people are the ones that are going to rule, and they don't want their children being abused. They don't want kids that are do not have a way to make a choice to be molested in the world. Not straight up bull is like smack that shit up, take those people down. It don't matter how much money you have. You cannot be doing that. Mothers want their children to be in safe environments. You know, they don't want them to be caught up in messed up shit. But like, look what the Clinton Foundation spend money on in Haiti. I'm not trying to get all political, but they built a compound to further steal Haitian children. It's like, oh, man. Like, and, and I love Hillary. Like, I don't know what kind of gross stuff she does with her Islamic girlfriend, you know, whatever. But it seems like she would be less of a rapey person than Bill. But they get together. You, Chelsea is not their daughter. Like, you got to realize that when all these things come to light, like, you'll understand that some people, they keep pushing their lies. They got their agenda. You want to listen to Donald Trump? Sure, but you can't watch his birds. You go look at YouTube, and you should be like, well, I don't speak no French or gibberish. They be playing his words with messed up text at the bottom. You go do that. You go YouTube the next time the president speaks, and you watch what those groups are doing and that's defamation 
of the President of the United States. Like, who do these people think they are? Like, it just don't make no sense why they keep doing this and pushing these agendas. They want to keep people fooled. And I don't know, man. Like, money's one thing, but other kind of messed up control that they try to have on people, that's a straight up whack. So I'm not trying to get all political. Because I don't need Hillary after me. Hillary snapped her fingers in my life. Well, my life's already pretty freaking messed up anyhow. But she can make it worse. I mean, she's a, I mean, she's one of the most powerful women on the planet. And I ain't messing with Hillary. And honestly, Hillary, she don't care about Bill. She's going to let Bill go to the dogs. And she's like, ah, oh, you cheated on me and say that's a thing. You know, she's got herself and her daughter to look out for. And that's all that matters in her life. Bill, hey, he was president, but, you know, Hillary's got her things to look out for, and she's going to put her agenda forward. So you best understand that there's so many agendas out there that you don't want to get in the way of someone's agenda. Like, they got their thing. They're lying about the Iran tanker things. There ain't no Iranians blowing up a tanker filled with vegetable oil that was on its way to Iran, you know? And then they just grab some Iranian tanker that's got the crude oil, and they want to say the people that were driving it were, were spies? Like, no. Do not go to war. Do not let these people trick you into war. Like, what's wrong with these agendas? They got their money, people. The military needs money, sure. But what the military has to be told to do is clean up its mess. Military, you want money? Well, you clean up every single war that ever happened. You get me a drone that picks up radioactive bullets because it's real sick to see Iraqi children born all defigured. Like, that's horrible. Like, come on. Clean up your messes. Don't be salt in the land for 10,000 years. Like, really, we need the military because it could be a space invasion, right? But our only space invasion are the Nazis in Antarctica. And we've already made truces with those guys in the center of the earth. So, like, whatever. You know, we need to keep strength because we want everybody that wants to invade America to think that all Americans have guns. Anybody wants to mess with America, we're going to fuck you up. Pardon the French. It's not in French. That's an American word for unlawful carnal knowledge, you know. Why Why the French got to be blamed for swearing? You know, I, I don't get that. I don't get that at all. I mean, you probably don't get this show because it makes no sense. It's supposed to make sense to me? I don't know. Maybe. But it helps me get out energies to the world because I'm not the only one with these trains of thoughts. Like, they might be like railroad collisions. Like, all right, all right. Like, things don't always line up exactly for me. But I know that in order for people to keep their lives going, they've got to create more lives. Not, like, more, more, but they've got to create lies to back up their other lies. And when they get caught in a lie, they don't want you to worry about it, you know? Like, look at my world. A man that thinks he's created babies... Like, how could they be kept from me 
but with layers and layers and layers of lies when there's really no foundation on it, when it's just a whole bunch of ignorance, and what can I do? I could put myself forward. I could claim that the person is Spotify, that that chick talking has something to do with me. I don't freaking know. I don't got the Pringles in my hand. I don't got some other family in a car commercial. Like, I can only deduce and put together what I can. It's not facts. It's just deductions. Like, I got to be my own Sherlock in the world. And, man, you know, look what happens to you. You don't know this stuff. And women, they don't want to tell you they have your baby. And so they come up with lies and things to keep you from knowing the truth until the babies are old enough to be molested by older fucking men. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? Pardon the English. And you're just like, what the heck? This is a whole bunch of lies. Y'all owe me a lot of money, and I've got to research this with investigation. And I found Dog, the bounty hunter's brother, and he's going to find, he's got a buddy that's going to help me figure this stuff out. And maybe I'll tell y'all what I'm going to do in the world, but I'm happy. I love life. I think babies are amazing. My mother is a labor and delivery nurse. I got raised around babies. You ask anybody in the OBGYN family, do they respect children? So much so. And so I'm trying to figure out how these people think they can pervade and get people old enough and filled with hate. You know, it don't make no sense. And so I'm not trying to talk to myself, to my windshield, to the listening devices that they got up in my car to help dissuade people from the truth, to fill them with lies and misinformation. And I'm just trying to find the true information in the world. Now, I got my arrogant bastard here, Ale. I'm about to crack open the second one in a moment. And should I not be talking? Should I be rapping about marijuana? Look, look, I'm smoking pot. Look at me on TV. I'm smoking pot. Brother off. I don't want to see no fool smoking pot. I couldn't give a flying foe what you look like smoking pot. Talk about life. Don't just be all, look, I got this brand of marijuana. We've got this initiative coming up here. You know, we've got this and that. You know, what kind of facts do you want? I'll give you real earth facts that come forth from this fella. Now, you can try to shield yourself from truth, but you know what? You got to shield yourself from the falseness in the world. People are always going to tell you what the truth is. People that try to sway you in their favor, whoa, you got to look back. I'll be like, yo, what kind of story are you scripting up? Is this fiction? You know, now fiction, we love the fiction, you know. I love watching things where stories are made and beautiful, but I know. It's a story in the world. What you listening right here? This is a fella trying to Sherlock his own life to deduce things. And I ain't got no Watson. Y'all be my Watson out there helping me figure out what things are going on. So, like, I don't know. It all. Finding myself drinking? Well, maybe I talk about more than I should. But what should I talk about? I think I should talk about the truth in that people these days 
want to sell you their version of the truth, what they concocted in their stories, and they dress it up their way, and they want to say this is the facts. They ain't the facts. What the facts is this fella right here telling you how much confusion they try to be holding over people around in my world because I write beauty in the world. And how come people out there that I've reached out to with the beauty I have do not return to me? Like, what's going on? There are people out there trying to sour my milk of beauty. Like, I tell you to my listening devices in the car, besides, like, obviously, when I choose to broadcast, I sour the milk. Like, you don't get to listen to me if you're stealing me, trying to steal my ideas, steal my confidence. I want to be around people that have confidence in their heart. People that do not want to spread lies and dissuade and destroy my love life and destroy all my friends' view of me, people that don't want to hang out with me because something I did or because something that they don't want to tell me. Like, you figure it out. I ain't done fucking nothing wrong. Like, you go look at it. You know, I'm a hippie having fun in the world. And I feel that I've made the children in the world, but what could mothers and their families do but come up with reasons to not tell this fella because he's what? Lived in in his car a quarter of his life, you know? Keep him impoverished, keep him in pain, keep him on the edge of suicide. Like, fuck that. Like, I ain't never going to commit suicide. Even all the crazy, crummy shit out there, I'm a double cancer survivor mastoidectomy behind my ear. I've been through tooth issues. I've been through multiple heartbreaks. I ain't never taken my life because it's so valuable. You got to understand the value that you carry in the world and that there's people out there that do not respect your value and do not respect your words when you ask them not to listen. Like, yo, do not listen to me if I'm not broadcasting. If I choose not to be broadcasting, everything you hear is stolen from me. My privacy invaded. Now, I don't know what kind of forums there are out there of people taking my words when I talk to my windshield that don't be talking back to me that this buddy believes strongly that he'd be telepathic, that I got my energies out there that I could say something. And feel it come back to me like, whoa, how could there be people sending vibrations back to me when I be all alone? Is there people in my OnStar that are listening to the car? You know, the parts of my words is Alexa, just like, yo, this is Jason live and direct. He don't know we broadcasting him. We're sending out this crazy shit. Like, no, I am sending and broadcasting out right now. And what you hear from this boy is what I choose to share with the universe if I'm there yelling at shit in my own car it's so I don't have to yell at anybody in particular I get my aggressions out away from people because if I unloaded my aggressions on people uh, it, it sucks like you don't want to be on the end of my pissed off stick like uh oh so I don't freaking yell at anybody. I don't need to be around you at all. If y'all a drunk person, 
pissing me off or my father and you're instigating me, like, yo, I'll take that leaf blower and I'll put a fucking line in the sand. Do not step over. Do not harm my family any longer. And I'll put that straight up in your face. And that's about it. That's about all the aggression in person you ever get out of this fella. Nothing else. You upset me, I'll get away and I'll go punch a punching bag. I'll go kick a wall, not in front of y'all, because you don't deserve anything of my aggression. My aggression is not onto any other creatures. I ain't going to go choke a kitten away from you or hurt an animal, an innocent creature. Heck no. I'd rather freaking choke my own monkey, watch some Poe, get myself to sleep, and my monkey being my, my groin. You know, not a real monkey. Like, I don't know where to find a real monkey. Like, I just came to Florida. I don't really even see birds out here yet. I've only been here for a few days. I'm wondering where all the parrots are, where all the other animals are. Like, there's a lot of creations very similar to Caribbean. But I don't see all the ecological diversity. I see a whole bunch of people and a whole bunch of roads. And I drove lots of hours to get here to get the F out of California to see how another kind of people live out here. Because, you know, like we got to see how people is in the world. Because if we don't see how other people is, then we just sit there in our little narrow-minded world. we got to open up our prospects and understand that people be different all over the world. And because we're in certain areas, maybe some cultures are stuck in economic disparity and thereby they're stuck doing dangerous things, you know, hurting people because they're just trying to cover a roof over their head. Some CIA organization puts crack in their world, keeping them all jacked up on whatever crummy, crammy things. Like, yo, slave fucking traders, not your century. Yo, we got it. It's 2020, and we're telling y'all that people, the brains that we got, we got so much brain power on this planet, we got to put it to use. We don't need no more third world countries without education. You need to educate the world, because you take a brain it's more powerful than any quantum computer you could ever think of. People be so amazing, and our ability to create is fantastic. But people be keeping people in the dark, keeping people dumb, keeping people uneducated. Like, that's the real crime. That's the real crime. We need to continue the colonialism of the United States because even talking with people that went to Nairobi, they see that there's such a giant gap. There ain't no middle class in Nairobi. There's either the ultra-rich or the ultra-poor. You know, we got to put these brains to use because people, they got them. And you got this chance to live in this world. And if we hinder someone else's chance to live in the world, that's the crime. We got to find a way to help activate people, help people get their blood in their brain. So they can get their think on and get their education on and let the fates properly help them. Because the fates, the three fates from Greek Clothos and her sisters, you know, like they want us to succeed. They don't want us to be at war. 
They don't want us to be in disparity. They want us to do great in the world. And the Greeks, they wanted answers. They wanted to know why they're here. And they were told so many beautiful stories about the universe and creation that we seem to ignore everything that we've been told beforehand. What? You think you got all the answers when you went to school? Everything got told to you? Here's the answer. You, go, you, you, you learn this stuff and you go straight into the workplace? Like, maybe you like working all the time. You need that structure. Sure. Go do your nine to five. Go do the whatever you feel that you fit in. But then look at the people. They can't get to that nine to five. They can't get to that education to be able to choose their destiny. They're stuck in hypocrisy, stuck without the food of education. Their brains are sanctioned against. And groups like the American government, no, I'm sorry. There's no such thing as the American government. There's no such thing as the USA. There's only the United States. USA is a fictitious corporation that has blinded people. The U.S. is the country that we live in. The United States of America, no, does not exist. It's a fictitious company. The United States does exist. There is no of America. As you people figure out, go look at all, go to any military base. You see something that says property of the U.S. government. It doesn't ever say property of the U.S.A. government. People don't realize the tiny little differences, the amount of fleece that is covering people's eyes. you got to get away from the corporate takeover and realize that money Money kills. Money, maybe it'll kill me, you know? Maybe money will help me. But I will get money to work for me, showing that this brain, as its synapses, ching, ching, chong, run across to help enlighten people, to help you figure out that, hey, wake up. There is so many people that want to take your money from you. Taxes, illegal. Illegal taxes. The United States was founded to get away from unrepresented taxation. And some groups say, oh, unrepresented in the roads and the blah, 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 blah. People want to take what you have. It's just a game of despotism, if that's a word that you want to use. My brain's off a little. I had a horrible headache most of the day. It's just like my body's trying to get rid of the cancers in it or whatever the poisons are that are pushing through me. I'm trying to come with love because the whole earth is an island. And we got to realize that we're alone here floating in space. And our duty as humans is to help bring life to places that there isn't life. Now, some people want to go to Mars like, Look at Mars. It's dead planet. Like it's the first to go when the earth when the sun grows, it's gonna burn the earth the Mars down. Obviously all the water is gone from Mars. Where did the water go? You know, how come Mars is dead? The only planets that are alive is Titan. Titan is our fuel depot. We've gotta get ourselves out to Titan and go run our engines on that. 
you can't go try to run solar out there. Solar ain't going to work if you're not next to a sun. You've got to have some way for fuel. And if you just want to run around with deep space one nuclear propulsion with a stream of ions, like it's going really fast, takes a while, but cannot stop because they don't got a way to stop it. Just go, keep going fast. Like, wow. Now, now put the brakes on that thing. And they don't have a way to. They can turn it around, have the ions shoot the other way. But really, it's got to take a long time for that stuff to slow down. So petrol is our savior. Like I mentioned it before, zero emission petrol is where we're going. There's so much oil here on the planet. Why is there oil? You know, why have we found a way to make combustion with oil? Like, it's really important to realize that the future is and always will be oil. Oh, oh, hold on a second. Sit tight, sit tight, sit tight, sit tight. Yes, I just got back from Belize today. Oh, fantastic! Oh, Belize. Craig, as the, as people might know, was on the on the famous show Weeds. That was uh, he was a creative director, and also you. What what role did you play on the show Weeds? I play the owner of the medical marijuana club. Oh man, I remember that because you you kept like starting the conversation and then you would like forget what you were talking about the conversation um i don't remember what was i saying <laughs> i love it i love it <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah you know what happened well, the first time they brought me in i was in a room with the producers and all the writers and i was consulting them about the marijuana industry and i get all excited talking about something and then i like space out for a second i'd be like oh damn, what was I saying? And then they'd remind me because they were writing it all down. And so then they added that into the show. So it was cool. Oh, man, that's so super awesome. You caught me in the middle of a show. I'm actually in Miami right now. Oh, cool. So you're only 90 minutes from me. I'm in the Yucatan Peninsula. Really? No, you're an hour and a half away? Yeah, by air, by air, obviously. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I mean, then I have less excuse to not visit you. I'll have to come down there. And I remember you were talking about wanting to do um, a, a television studio kind of thing. or, or different Yeah, hours. oh, my God. I just drove by the place I almost rented. Yeah, it was a 9,000-square-foot warehouse that I was going to build, like, a, a pot TV station in. And the government rented it. Like, when I finally saved up enough money to rent this 9,000-square-foot place. Uh, someone in the government rented it and turned it into a giant indoor parking lot. Okay, 
Okay, I mean, you know, it happens. It happens. I'm being yeah, here. I, I still have the vision for that, but I, I've been working. I have a new company now called Farm Direct LLC, where we broker uh, biomass, isolate, distillate, and I put together uh, deals, business deals for like oxygenated water for the marijuana industry, uh, lighting for indoor grows. I mean, I just do whatever trying to make deals. The oxygenated water is really incredible. It's been around for a long time. It's good for humans and for plants. It increases the uh, yield. So you get like 20% more uh, cannabis when you're growing it or really anything, lettuce as well. And it reduces the time from seed to harvest. Oh, that's so cool, Craig. Yeah, so, cool. so I found a company, and um, my my business partner and I, do you know who Isai Morales is? Uh, help me out a little. I'm, 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 he's from California? Uh, he is. He's an actor. He's been in, like, a bazillion movies and TV shows. Um, did you ever see that one with Jason Bateman called um, Ozark on Netflix? I've I've seen the ads for it, yeah. Okay, he played the bad guy in the first season, which was really cool. He was in La Bamba, was one of his bigger movies. Um, He was the star of La Bamba. Okay, okay. Yeah, so anyways, we've been friends for 30 years. So he and I are working together on some projects, and uh, we're really excited to uh, be moving forward with a lot of really cool stuff in the cannabis space. Wow, so... In the Yucatan Peninsula, it's still Mexico, right? Yes, the Yucatan Peninsula almost became an independent country at one point in history because its culture and topography and, and, and it's very separate from the rest of Mexico. It's the thumb that sticks out into the Caribbean and Gulf of Mexico, the little peninsula. It's almost touching Cuba, and then Cuba's almost kind of touching Miami. Like It, it seems as if Miami and the Yucatan used to connect at one time when the water was lower, and then when the water rose, it made Cuba an island and separated everything. Oh, wow. So in Mexico, personal use is legal. Is that right? That is true. A bunch of my friends have the right to grow their own stuff and, uh, and smoke, you know, THC marijuana. Um, we also have CBD down here, which is legalized. Um, so CBD oils are very popular here. And the Mexican market for cannabis is about to take off. They're, they're just trying to come up with all the regulations and protocols right now. So what's, wow. the theme of your, what's the theme of your show about tonight? I just saw that you had called, and I had just gotten back from Belize. So I, I saw that I had missed the call, so I was just reaching back out. Yeah, uh, mainly the theme about is uh, that uh, Jason Isaac Huffrotsky is insane and has been in a car for 69 hours from California through Pittsburgh down to Miami. And uh, I, I usually rap, but I'm just kind of like, you know, I'm drinking a beer. and I haven't found any marijuana here in Miami yet. I've only been here like today. Uh, uh-huh. so I have uh, my own paranoid delusions in the world. But I want to help figure out what's happening with the with the Florida legalization because, like, I went through Jacksonville, and Jacksonville is not Oakland, it's not L.A. There, it's it, it's just like I was the unicorn there. 
You know, they're like, whoa, white boy around. Is he a crackhead? They're like, whoa. <laughs> it was so cool to see, like, just all, all these people doing well off. And, like, where California has such economic disparity that it's really messed with the African-American culture horribly. Right. Well, um, California has a lot of money. It just has a lot of poverty at the same time. It's one of the richest states with one of the most poor people. It's kind of like Mexico in a way. There's the, yeah. the, middle, the middle class that was bearing the burden of all the taxes. I think they went right. to Texas, Arizona, and Nevada. They said, forget this. You know, they voted with their feet, and they got the, the heck out of there. So you have a lot of very, very poor people, 50,000 homeless people in downtown L.A., I heard. And um, and then you have a lot of really, really, really wealthy people in the states doing well financially in some ways, but the, the people aren't all benefiting from it. It's really become, you know, the middle class is, is leaving, and so it's become rich and poor, and it's very – um, sad to see that happen to the place I was born and I love so much too. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I love California very much. And again, to my listeners out there, we're speaking to uh, Craig X. Rubin, who ran for mayor of Los Angeles and was also in the Weeds TV show and is um, the upcoming star for the CCHI 2016 video broadcasting because. He's only an hour and a half away now. Like, I got close to Puerto Rico because I really want to get land out there and help him become a state, and I'm stoked. Well, well that that's I'm... my buddy Isai, my business partner, is from Puerto Rico. We're looking at trying to do things for Puerto Rico also, like bringing our oxygenated water out there. To uh, It also does water remediation, and we can make – each machine makes 30,000 gallons a day of clean water, oxygenated wow. water. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty badass. To add to that, I researched at the THC Expo in L.A. in, like, 2001. I met someone that had a booth with the uh, magnetized water, where they had water go by magnets, and it would bring the dissolved solids out of the, out of the water. And the plants, any plants in the agriculture industry would only need 30% less water and still be able to perform really well. Interesting, interesting, because... Uh, the way this works is we increase the dissolved oxygen in the water from like three to eight parts per million to over 50 or 60 parts per million. Now, what about with, if you're making compost tea, does the oxygen, would the oxygen benefit the compost tea? Wow. I haven't even thought of that, but one of my buddies up in Humboldt who's growing is like so in love with his soil. He's making that compost tea all the time. And he says, it's made him grow spiritual, bud. Spiritual? Well, yeah. The, um, I met someone that, that is really good with the butane extraction, that he does it next to an open door with good ventilation. But he was saying the best butane extraction is from plants that were only fed compost tea. Yeah, well, I think the soil has a huge difference on the food and vegetables and plants that, that are produced in it. Um, and I build all my own soil here in Mexico. We compost trees, we compost grasses, and we compost all of our food compost waste goes into soil building. And I have a whole fish tank, so I kind of do aquaponics, but I don't, I don't do it in the traditional way where it's all cycling through the plants, but I water all my plants with the fish water, and I change my fish water every other day, and I have like a 200-gallon tank. 
So, right, because the uh, bacteria breaks down the, the feces from the fish and makes it bioly available. And that's, that's the only food that organisms can eat is bioly available food. Yeah. Yeah, well, and that's one of the other things that I'm selling, too, is bioavailable, uh, water-soluble CBD. Oh, you got to eat. What's the more details on that? Bioavailable, available, water-soluble CBD. Yeah, it, it's going to, you know, see, the CBD stuff is really booming right now. It's taken off. And, uh, I mean, Bed Bath & Beyond is, is making CBD oil, and Carl's Jr. put it in their hamburger on 420. Or their hamburgers, <laughs> and Coca-Cola's uh, going to use it in the near future, as well as Walgreens, CVS, and Walmart if they don't have it in their stores already. That's what I'm going to have to search for in Miami because I, I don't really know it. I don't have a pot hookup here in Miami yet. So All right. Well, here's the thing. Hit me up in first thing in the morning. I got forty thousand people I'm connected with on social media. Someone's in Miami who can help you out. So. I'll, nice. I'll help you. I'll help you find someone. I also um, you know, I have my my video card. I have a really good NVIDIA GTX 1080 card. I just got back from a buddy. Actually, I worked at NVIDIA for a little minute and ended up ending up with it through a whole other story. But I really want to follow through with helping you with your video production. I'm currently using a software called OBS, Open uh-huh. Broadcasting Studio. That I usually do, my, not usually, but more recently, I've been doing my radio show with OBS at the same time and broadcasting on Instagram with my. And where is your radio show heard? Uh, it's it's heard through the Blog Talk Radio channels, and okay. it's very underground. Yet I have a feeling that it gets broadcast in areas I don't realize yet. And how many listeners do you have? Probably like four or five. Oh, okay. Well, hi, guys. <laughs> All five of you. <laughs> that I know of. That I know right. of. I have a feeling it's, it's being dark broadcast underground because I really try to keep the show as an underground for the people that really want to know because it's not an advertising. It's not like, hey, pushing this or pushing anything. It's pushing – only that it's underground, that it's right. heartfelt. And this is it t- try to inspire people to create their own podcast. And I say podcast, P-O-T-C-A-S-T, so they can, you know, document their lives for the future because maybe they might only have like zero listeners, but in the future their children might be interested or other people along the way and documenting ourselves right now is such a wonderful possibility that people really need to take advantage of that. I love it. I love it. Well, here's the thing. I think you can get a flight down from Miami to the Yucatan Peninsula for like $59 on Spirit Air. Do you have uh, your passport? Do you have your passport with you? Yes. Where are you staying in Miami? In my car. <laughs> I just got yeah. here like today. Do you have a place to safely park it? Um, uh, 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 maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, re- reach out to me uh, in the next few days if you're bored and want to come to Mexico since you have your passport. I don't know. I don't know what your goals are, but um. Yeah, I'm actually. I'm, I'm trying to come down here 
uh, reinvent myself and go to school for physical therapy because I've had different cancer on my neck. Uh huh. I could be a supercomputer scientist, make billions of dollars. Microsoft's already making billions of dollars off me. That's a whole other conversation. But right. I don't have the money. Well, I need to be able to heal myself because I I have uh, I get headaches. Uh, I've had neck issues, and I found something really amazing uh, procedure from the Swedish called Atlas Prophylax, and it's uh-huh. a nice little procedure they do on the back of the skull, and it increases the amount of blood that goes to your brain. And the, the moment after I had that, like I was working at Fox Sports fixing computers for them, and like I had money, I was stoked, but I was looking up on Yelp for skull massages, and I found this, and immediately afterwards, I wanted to change my profession. Right. Um, well, the most important thing is taking care of your health, man. So, yeah, and, and there's there's nothing better than that. And you just had a birthday the other day, didn't you? Uh, well, in March, but I will say it was the other day, because I feel every okay. day that I'm alive is my birthday. Perfect. And are you still drinking Ryuba's tea? You know, not as much recently. I'm actually drinking a lot of Mountain Dew Kickstart because it's something about its caffeine really keeps me from getting tired. Interesting. So, yeah, I, I like to find a version of Roybus and Kickstart without as much sugar. That would be awesome if I could mix Well, those Jason, things. when you turned me on to the Ryuba's tea... Uh, it was so amazing because you said what it, it was working on your your intestinal tract, and I really started drinking it and really found some improvement, and I really loved it. So it was great. Well, here's the thing: if you want, and I know you got, you got you're busy and you got to do what you got to do, but if you want to come visit us, spend a week down here, do whatever you want. You know, you got a place to stay. Okay. That's so awesome. I'm gonna try to make it down there sooner than anything. Right, and I know I tried to help you out with that job with the Chinese, and they really liked you, and then you went with Fox Sports instead. So hey, hold on, I got ten seconds on this uh, Instagram. Uh, we're talking to Craig X Rubin, and I'm gonna restart the Instagram live real quick. You guys are awesome out there. Here we go. Let me end that and uh, live video. Um, yeah, I found a way to to broadcast on Instagram using a special. Um, uh, software, some some kind of PHP something. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Look, Tanel. Oh, I want to have Tanel's song. Tanel is a good song. Uh, a way to broadcast on the Instagram, not just like a picture, but with good audio and good video to be able to to put whatever we want in like the portrait mode. So I I really. I need to get a public storage here, and then uh-huh. I can ditch my stuff and ditch the car, and then I would be really interested in coming to see you in the Yucatan Peninsula. Let the people out there know I just started Instagram stream back up. It was Craig X Rubin who ran for mayor and was also in the Weeds TV show. I got here live, and where are you right now? I'm in Merida, Yucatan, and uh, and. Yeah, and you know, I just did a new movie because I've done 14 marijuana movies, or I've done 13. I just did my 14th one called Canna Movie. Canna Movie? Who'd you produce that with? 
K-A-N-E-H, Canna movie. And I, I'm just, I have a small part in it. I haven't seen it, but people said they saw it and they really liked it. Uh, my, bud, my buddy Josh was the producer. Um, and I hope it's as good as some of the other ones. Like, you know, not, not that Super Jaime was that great or anything. But, um, but you know, people liked my part in that and, you know, different ones. I was on a radio show with a chick who was, her favorite movie was Haunted House of Chronic. And <laughs> Haunted House of Chronic. And I'm like, yo, I'm the lead bad guy. And she's like, yo, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> she didn't, but she promised to at one point. <laughs> well, I, I am putting my energies out there to one of my favorite creative artists out there currently right now. Uh, the, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is my favorite TV show. And uh, Marissa and her team are such amazing writers. I think I got their attention. I'm not 100% sure, but, you know, maybe they could help us make something, a really awesome story, and we can just, like, create it, because I, I can, I'm really good at freestyling these days, and I've gotten really good at creatively rhyming. Let's, rhyming. let's hear a little, let's hear 30 seconds of a rap. Okay. So we got a little from the Yucatan. What's going on? Yeah, we got Craig X, my man. He's holding it down. Let you know he turns upside down that frown. He's got the super smile all the while. Gonna rile. Let you know we're gonna smoke all the time. What we got going up in this rhyme? We let you know what we got the Yucatan. Ooh, from the Miami, coming straight for you, straight Cali too. We got the legalization coming from Jason, coming on here, and I'm facing anything you want to hear and say. Come on here, I'm here to play. Let you see, orale, oh yeah, orale. I need some distillation. Um, but yeah, I, I, I find if I get myself in a very relaxed state of mind and it helped especially with marijuana oh man i get very relaxed i words just flow because i've been i've been doing research in the world about the greeks and the three fates for instance clothos and her sisters and they give us everything we need in the universe so we just need to be relaxed to accept mm -hmm. their direction and i'm so stoked that I'm alive, you know? Every day that I wake up, I am a winner. Yeah, that's true. That is the truth, my brother. Yeah. The day I don't wake up, well, I don't win anymore. That's, that's when one of the sisters c cuts the thread, and I'm dead. <laughs> but I'm alive. I'm stoked. Um, I, think it, I think it's awesome. Yeah, and there's a whole bunch of different ideas that I have and diff I have a few webcams. Are you, can you get Amazon stuff delivered to you? Yeah, I get Amazon stuff, except for medical devices. If I have to get like, like I got a back support brace from Amazon and I had to have it shipped to LA. And then I had to pick it up when I was in LA and bring it back with me. They don't want you selling anything with a medical benefit uh, on Amazon here. You got to buy it from Mexico if you're going to get something like that. Oh, well. Let me let me plan if there's something you needed from Amazon before I get that $69 flight down to Yucatan. Oh, hell yeah, Z. 
Hell easy, my man. I will give you some information. I will buy some shit, and you can bring it down for me. I would love that. <laughs> I'll be your connect, bro, though. All right. So, cool. Hey, Jason, I got to get running, man, but hit me up tomorrow in the morning, either on LinkedIn or Facebook. Remind me that you need some medicine in Miami, and I'll reach out to my my social media friends. That's, that's fancy, and... He's just saying that to be nice, internet people, because we don't know anybody here that does not have medical. Only medical marijuana in Florida. Yeah, that's fine. All right, I'm all about that. So, But I'll, I'll ask. Like I said, just reach out to me. I got people all over. A friend was in England. I put a little note on Facebook. Somebody helped him out. I had a friend who was in Washington, D.C. I put a little note on Facebook. Somebody helped him out. Well, I'm here to help you out with any electronics that you need. We will get that TV show going because I've got momentum and there are energies out there that are paying attention to me and they're broadcasting me in ways that I don't fully understand. But even though I yell at the world sometimes, I thank the world because I'm alive. And thank you so much. Keep up the good keep up the good work. Sammy, come here. Say hi, buddy. Come here and say hi to my friend on the phone, okay? That's my four-year-old Sam. Uh, yep, 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 yep. That's Sammy Samuelito, the little gringo in Mexico. <laughs> he's actually me- he's actually Mexican. He was born here. I delivered him myself. Oh wow! Well, not myself, but I I delivered him. <laughs> right, right, right. A woman well, I mean, your 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 lovely lady. <laughs> yeah, she she was she was she was doing all the hard work. I just caught him and unwrapped right. the cord around him and cut the cord and you know wiped the fat off his face. He Aww, he was uh, he was know. ugly when he was born, but he's a cute boy now. That, that's so, what my mother did. She was a labor and delivery nurse. Oh, cool. Yeah. Anyway, bro, Brodsky gotta go ski, but we'll talk soon ski. All right, Craig ski, much love. All right, man. Love you, bro. Have a good night. All right. Peace. Later. That was so awesome. So super cool. Thank you, Craig X. Rubin, who's also on the Weeds TV show. Help with the creative inspiration for the first season and a half, for the first two seasons. I don't know. He was like, he was a guy that ran the club. Like, back when before clubs were even known in California, this fella was on TV running a club, I think. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you ever see weed, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I really appreciate the fellow calling me back, helping me keep on track, because this show is about cannabis legalization worldwide and the people that are in the cannabis industry and our lives understanding that we go through difficulties like things don't always make sense a lot of things are really difficult in the world and well you know sometimes we have our own personal issues we're trying to defeat these dragons we're trying to slay these dragons as we're moving across to help the world because i'll tell you now marijuana is not going to save the world but hamsters are people that are adamant about marijuana legalization are also going to be adamant about very many other things out there in the world. They're going to help protect the future. 
Because what's the world about? It's about spreading love, spreading heart, and keeping everything alive. And how can we do that? But if people that have been facing persecution, facing difficulties, know what it's like. We've been going up against the wall. The cops have been throwing us down on the ground, taking our joints from us, taking our freedoms from us, while now, well, it's legal in a lot of states, but there's still a lot of states where it's not, and there's some benefits to that. That means that the corporation has not just been, like, shaking people upside down for money. If we find a way to keep the collectives going, that's really where it's at. If you want to say that, oh, I like marijuana, but you, I don't mind paying so much for taxes, you suck. You're not paying attention. You're feeding the corporation. Groups that do not have marijuana legalization yet need to pay attention to California Pay attention to Washington and Colorado. Colorado still has a bit of a medical industry yet. Washington's medical industry was taken out back and shot in the head. California's medical industry was taken underwater and choked to death. Corporations want money, and the groups in the state power want to make sure that only their cronies get the money. The Sean Pfizer's of the world are out there holding people down that maybe they helped you get music for free, but there is a cost to pay. you got to understand, I'm not trying to point people out because probably Parker's a fun person to hang out with. Don't get me wrong. He was on that social media thing about Facebook, like how that got formed and such. You know, like, yeah, probably cool guy. Don't get me wrong. But like, Money is money is money. When people can find ways to fill their pockets and fill their buddy's pocket with money, then you'll be like, well, should we be giving all these people our money? It's not like the pharmaceutical industry that will be like, yo, we'll give you this medicine that will help you with this and this and this and have all these side effects. The marijuana side effects, is you forget where your keys are and your pocketbook gets emptied. You know, there's not really many other side effects out there for marijuana these days other than losing your keys and losing your money. Like right now, as the medical industry is pushing upon people, they want to say, yo, it's just corporation. We're going to tax, tax, tax. Like I was saying, Seattle's got the 35, 40% tax. They choked out the medical industry, left it dead in the street. It's just corporations running it now. California's quick behind that while the medical industry is like, uh, uh. But their new Prop 64, 65, whatever it is, said there can't be any cooperatives, collectives left. And like, what's up with that? When a group of people want to come together, for a non-monetary reason? Like, come on, let them keep doing that. And Colorado is right on the precipice, and I was only there for a little while in their lightheaded world. Like, I was really short on oxygen. They're like 15 miles up above California, so I had to be there for longer to, like, not get dizzy. But, I mean, the herb was really good. I dug it, helped me get a few more states across here in Miami. And now Miami is like, 
you know, we'll let our seven buddies that are growers grow, but you've got to be a farmer for 15 years. And it's just like, whoa, they want to keep holding it back, holding it back. Whereas like, I met a lot of people here that, you know, they're smoking herb. Like, I'll tell you now, I believe the African-American people have helped legalize marijuana because in California, most all of them I know smoke herb. So I come to Jacksonville where everybody there has houses, they have cars, they have jobs, and they kick the crack pipe aside. There's just a whole bunch of white people with fucking smoking speed and crack in the fucking streets. I didn't see a single black homeless person when I was in Jacksonville. I saw just southern hospitality and happy people. So now I got myself here in Miami, and I'll give myself a run to figure out how things are going. But I see a lot of money. There's a lot of money going on. And if they can keep money in their own coffers' pockets, that's what they're going to do. They're going to keep putting money in their pockets. And if you can find a way to make it so the people do not spend their whole paycheck just to find some relief. Because, you know, I like beer. It's cool. You know, I got Arrogant Bastard running right now. And I believe I created a few of them. You know, I don't know what to do in the world. I'm just trying to figure stuff out. And I had Craig X Rubin, who was in Weeds earlier, call back. And I'm like, yeah, bro, that's so cool. Tell me about the Yucatan, how things are going, how how to make things rocking. And he really wants to get together with the video production. And he's been talking to me that for, I've been doing this show for three and a half years. Pretty much that time, he's been on a few of the shows. I remember hanging out with, with Craig X in L.A. when he was like, he had all these seeds. He was like getting ready to go down to the Yucatan. And he wanted to, oh no, it was the Yucatan. It was uh, the Grand Canyon. And he had all these things he wanted to plant. And he took all the seeds down there. He's like, oh, cool. Yeah, this, that, you know. Hey, you know, helped out with weeds and all that. Ran for mayor. Like, sweet. That's awesome. But, like, you know, people got to live their own lives. They got to find a way to make their world work out. And he's got a beautiful four-year-old baby. He was telling me he helped deliver. Like, yeah, that's super cool. Smoke on, bro. And even in Mexico, they've got more leniency for people that want to grow marijuana. And they understand that it's better to let people grow these things than to incarcerate them. You know, what are they going to get when they shake people down for drugs? Like, they're, all they're going to get is put people in prison, and they're going to keep the crime school going. They're going to keep people impoverished and keep them on the edge without finding a way to educate themselves or get themselves in proper housing situations where they get locked down by the system. They can't even leave their home. They're stuck there, living there, because the system said, you did something wrong, you can't leave, you got to stick in this box. And it's like, rah. If they're lucky to even be at their home, where they put people in these cement cages. And it just, we can't let that happen. we got to find a way to help people not spend their whole paycheck on marijuana, but help them mellow out. So hopefully, hit, hit, next week, I'll be a little more mellow. I've been in the car at 69 140 billion hours to get myself here through Pittsburgh 
of going through the States, and I made it to Miami to get myself learning about physical therapy to get myself a doctorate in that area because I could fix all your computers all day long, and Bill Gates and his buddies will take my ideas and they'll make millions of dollars off of them and not give me in. He's like, what? How about I send you guys my educational bill? Will you cover that? You know, like this brainiac, I connect people that seem to not be able to connect themselves. And it's not my fault people can't get along, you know. Just because I can talk to this person, I can talk to that person and find a common denominator between the two. I'm an ambassador, as it may be, but I'm not running for president right now. It's not something I'm trying to fill out. I'm trying to find a way to not have these headaches, to have the cancer surgeries that have bugged me through my life, or the mastoidectomies, or the tooth issues, or the difficulties I have, or the quarter of my life that I've lived in a freaking car or outside. I prefer a car because I can get away from all other BS in the world. But just like indoors is how most people live, and they live in their little boxes, and they don't get to experience how the rest of the life is. And experiencing how the other hundredth lives is important to get out there and to see, like, you know, we've been through that. We've been through that. We've been through that. And you can see other people going through issues. You're like, yo, let me throw you a bone. Let me throw you a joint. Be like, yo, figure out stuff in the world. This is shit I've been through. I hope my stories help you with your stuff. Because I've spent my time on the avenue looking this way, my buddy looking that way me turning the stereo up or smoking a joint or whatever have you, that the Poe walked up on us, we'd be fucked. We got to make sure that we look out for each other because it's really a family when it comes together. And I found myself in one of the most amazing places to be homeless, Santa Cruz. Like, yeah, they bring a lot of cops that are abusive to Santa Cruz to fuck with the homeless, sure. But the people there before they ran all the street kids out of the park, you know, and just the speedies were left over, is that people came together in their families. And so people figure out a way to take their limited resources and work together to have some fun and enjoy life. Yeah, that's what it's all about. And I'm not all super rapping on this episode. I've had my emotional ups and downs through this whole, like, time being stuck in this car, let alone living in my car. And now in a whole world, I don't really know people, but it's good to find that there's some people just a plane flight away, quick plane flight away, or maybe on a swim to the Yucatan Peninsula, see what's up with Craig X, and just be like, yo, what's up, bro? And just like get these videos going because people need to see how the world is. Because if they don't see, people aren't going to leave their couch. They're going to sit on it. They don't care if the fireworks are going on and you say, oh, the president's on TV. I've got to watch TV. Like, yo, no. Go light fireworks with your daughter. That is very important. Forget anything else on the TV. Go out there and enjoy life with the family you created. And so even if it creates difficulties in my life and gets me out of Pittsburgh so much quicker, and I'm not trying to give you all the details, but I'm not here to argue with people that I ain't married to. Like, if you're not married to me, I ain't going to argue with you. Even if you were married to me, I'm not here going to piss you off. Like, seriously, people have chosen the worlds that they're in, and we've all got our pains that we've got to find a way to get through. Because, I mean, being a cancer survivor, 
Like, I wear this amber on my neck. Like, right now, it's extra sweaty because it is, like, hot here in Miami. Like, oh, wait, don't, don't turn on that thing. Okay, wait, hold on. Uh, no, not that one. Oh, well, I'm in a car, and I put a tire on the driver's seat with no attention to driver. It says 82 degrees outside, and it's just, like, hella late here. It's, like, 12:24, and it's 82 degrees. Like, it's hella hot. And so my body is trying to get rid of all these toxins and poisons that I have in it. And it's like half the day I just such a freaking, not like a pounding headache. Like, I don't have headaches like that. I just have like, like my jaws not formed properly. So it like pushes on one area or pushes on this. And I'm like, and then and I start have some weird-ass smell that I thought was alcohol when I was in Costa Rica because I'm drinking so much alcohol, but it's my body trying to get rid of the cancers and poisons that are inside me. And it's like, what can I do to my body to tell it that, yo, I want to help you heal. Very much so. And, you know, like, alcohol is fun sometimes, especially in hot environments because you can sweat it out. Like, I go to California, I don't like drinking as much because it's just like, I can't get it out of my system as quick. Here, I can sweat it out. I can keep my energy going. I've got, like, limes. Like, this is what they grow on trees here, these plastic limes. And it's really good. I'm drinking my arrogant bastard. I want to give props out to any bastards I may have created because you're beautiful. Life is beautiful. I may not have a list of babies' names and such or why. They don't want to tell me y'all exist, but my intuition is like, yo, Jason, you created in the world beauty, and the mothers of the beauty don't want to tell me things for whatever reasons, and I have to accept that, and that really sucks, but uh, i got to accept it, and so I've got my list of my own private investigation, but I'm not trying to go off on Jason's personal-ish, you know, I've got... I'd rather go off on the medical things that I've been through because marijuana cures or at least, like, puts a malaise over issues that the body has. Like, like I got, like, tooth issues, and, like, it manifests in the back of my neck out the side here and caused maybe cancer here when I had radiation therapy when I was 19, and they chopped me open twice on the side of my face, and then, like, maybe seven or eight years ago, my fucking head swelled up because I'm like, I'll cure my own earache or ear infection. If you got an ear infection out there, go to the ENT. Fill out that like form right away to get financial assistance because your, your, your otolaryngologist is going to save your life. Because when you find one day you wake up and your head is freaking swelled up, you're on the top of Mount Madonna, and you're like, what's going on? And then you go into the hospital and they pull out syringes and syringes of bacteria. Like, ah, like it ain't no fun to sit there after a surgery that they gave you all these drugs to knock you out. And you just wake up. You're like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? What's going on? Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm just after a freaking hospital freaking surgery, and I'm freaking out for a moment, then I figure out, like, oh, 
I just had surgery. All right, chill out. And then they're like, oh, wait, give them more drugs. And I'm like, then I'm back out. Which is like, these things are like, not fun to wake up to. Like, if I can share to you any ear infections you have, please seek medical attention. Don't put shit in your ears. Don't think you'll put all these weird drops and they'll help. No, 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 no. And don't go to acupuncture to fix your ear issues. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That was horrible. I did that beforehand. And, you know, it helps with the energies and such. But then, like, it just fed whatever it is that's in there. Ah. Whoa, wow. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Like, when I was in the hospital and they had me all up on antibiotics, like, I got energy right now, right? I had so much energy running around because my body is fighting whatever disease or bacteria that's been pushing through me. And I had to go smoke a cigarette. Like I would go smoke tobacco at the hospital in that little courtyard area with, uh, I, with the IV in my arm and the thing, I would pull it outside because, you know, during that time I still smoke tobacco. These days I don't smoke tobacco. And, when I quit smoking tobacco after 15 years and it's been about five years or six years or something like that, um, immediately, I'm not an immediately, but like pretty much after I quit smoking tobacco, my teeth started having issues because the tobacco would constrict the blood vessels and would make it so blood wouldn't get to the teeth to ergo feed the bacteria like my white blood cells and T cells are fighting that stuff, but it's still, you know, there's a lot of other things in our blood that feeds the bacteria. So when I quit smoking, my teeth started having more issues. And so it's one thing to pay attention to, like chew all that gum, get that xylitol gum. I really recommend that xylitol gum. And I was still having like whatever, like anger issues in the world up until two years ago, two and a half years ago, when I had some teeth extracted. Like, if you've got teeth that are not, like, proper, extract that shit as quick as possible because it's feeding bacteria into your blood and pushing your angers in the world. Like, the day before I had oral surgery, I was very, like, I got these teeth and they're push pumping all this junk in my face. Then I had the oral surgery, and I was like, oh, this is nice. You know, it's like we don't realize that the bacteria is forcing itself into our system, and it's making us very aggressive. And I'm already, I'm a man, you know, right? I'm aggressive. <laughs> you know, it's just, whatever, you know, piss me off. I get all blah, blah, blah. I'm not here to fight people at all. I realize that if there's someone I want to fight, I need to get the freak away from that situation because my grandfather was a boxer. I could just sit there, bop, 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 you know, and that was cool back in his day. He survived, that, like, you know, there's D-Day, but people don't know about, before D-Day, there was a practice. They had a practice run, but an amount of the soldiers during the practice run had live ammunition. And a lot of American soldiers got wounded and died during that practice run before D-Day. And my grandfather was one of them. A whole building dropped on him, you know? 
You're out there, oh, we're practicing, getting ready for the battle, but these guys are using live ammunition. My grandfather was in the Sherman tank for weeks at a time, having to shit in his fucking helmet, you know? If you weren't in that tank, then their snipers would be all bing, bing, bing. But they didn't have, like, the rocket launchers and such back then. He was against the Panzer tanks. When You know how to take out a Panzer tank from underneath. How often do you get underneath a tank? Not very often. you got to be positioned just perfectly, hoping that tank comes up over the hill, and it, bing, you're able to shoot the tank. But you really... Like, I, I, a book called Against the Panzers, I have hidden in my book collection somewhere, and it talks about, like, oh, the battalion of Shermans went over here against the Panzers, and we never heard of them again. Like, the Panzers, the German military was really strong. Like, they were really, they knew how to engineer stuff, but they couldn't fix their things. They couldn't fix their broken equipment. Americans, and I think maybe, Maybe I talked about this last week. I'm, you know, trying to put things together. But Americans, we were versatile. We would take whatever and slap it together and get it to work. Those are awesome because we're a unity of many different cultures together. And if you take many cultures together, you get so many different angles of genetic fate that one genetic can't take out the other one. Like, that just sucks about the Chinese is that there's groups that are eventually like one guy in the military is saying, oh, the Chinese are, they're all aligned and such. I'm like, no, they're all afraid of if they talk out of line, then they'll, they'll just take them out. You know, eventually China's going to have its own revolution because it's oppressing its people. And even though say China it tries to invade whatever, they're not going to get that far because they're against so many other cultures and the fate of these different cultures and the genetics of these cultures are not going to let one culture defeat many cultures. And that's why the United States and colonialism is where it's at and why I am here in Miami close to Puerto Rico because we must make Puerto Rico a state as soon as possible. If Mr. Trump wants the Hispanic vote, then he, you know what goes, you know, not like the guy from Avengers, Endgame, kill everybody. No, make Puerto Ricans, give Puerto Ricans respect. Give them respect because over 100 years, their families have been held under the federal thumb. And it's not like the Puerto Ricans could do their own thing. They're stuck with the Caribbean culture where if you want stuff done, you got to grease the way, you know? They're not like American culture where it's like, you know, we have our rules. We do things this way. California does things this way. Nevada does things that way. This state does things that way. And each state is able to form its own independent part of the union. Puerto Ricans can't do that because they're stuck under the federal stupid idiots. Stupid idiots. Because you can't just take a group of people and not let them be free in a country that's free. You know, they don't let them vote for president. Why? Because they know they're messing up. And you know what, by the way, Puerto Ricans owe nothing. They're not in debt. The federal government is in debt. The Puerto Ricans owe nothing. 
state only can become a state. And any money that you say Puerto Rico owns, no. The federal government owns because the federal government has mismanaged Puerto Rico beyond belief. You can't say some territory owns money. No. Federal government owns anything they say Puerto Rico owns. And giving Puerto Rico a chance to build itself up to become a state where we got 50 other states that will give them resources. We're like, yo, we got this extra road equipment. You want it? We could send people from 50 of the other states to come help Puerto Rico in them becoming a state. Come on, Trump. You want the Hispanic vote? You best push all this border wall BS aside and be like, yo, Puerto Rico. Because what's the number one language on the planet? Spanish. It's not Mandarin. It's not Cantonese. It's Spanish. Spanish is the number one language on the planet. And the United States wants to kick butt in the world. Well, it's not going to do it in just English. We've got to understand that the Puerto Ricans are so valuable, we've got to give them credit. Like, they've got like a million, quote, unquote, Puerto Ricans leave each year to come to the States. And they get to Miami, they're like, whoa, this is beautiful. I'm like, Miami's interesting so far. One day, I've only had one day here. So I got no opinion, except they got really tall buildings. And I was doing food delivery today, and went to the 35th floor, and I've got ear issues. So I don't like going up elevators really fast, because I have to, like, equilibrate my ears and such, you know. Um, but Jacksonville, super cool place, dude. So much, like, opposite equality. I love it. Coming from California, seeing so much economic disparity where there's so much homeless people and so many people in certain cultures that have been denied their ability to succeed, where Jacksonville was like, yeah, these guys got some things going on. You know, I'm super stoked about that. Like, so amazingly stoked to be on this journey and fortify myself here in Fort Lauderdale to get my physical therapy education on because of my medical, what have you, you know, I've made the computer people enough and y'all best help me pay for this education because I've given y'all a lot of money, but I'm not here to toot my own horn of money. I believe that should be coming my way because there's a lot more things that I want to go out there and help people in the world because not everyone is able to get themselves in a situation to connect people together to be able to help society and help millions of computers connect. And this brother Brodsky, Bay Area bro, is here, and I'm here in Broward County, Brodsky, up on it. You watch me, and we'll hold it down. We'll help Florida with their proper legalization. We, I don't know, I'll get to meet people here because I bring my California experience my Seattle experience, my what other places I lived, Truckee, um, you know, Santa Cruz, San Jose, Los Angeles, uh, Santa Monica. You know, I'm it's more homeless in Santa Monica working for the city. Go figure that. Um, but I'm here. So I'm stoked. And the fates have helped me find a way for me to enact 
what I feel is good in the world because maybe there's some people talking bad upon me and they've been able to share that bad with other people and create layers of misjudgment that have pushed me into an area where I'm trying to understand that if I created babies out there in the world, I would like to like wave to them. I would like, yo, what's up, kids? How you doing? I'm sorry I'm overly aggressive in the world. I got head issues with my the tightness on my head, but I'm a very well-grounded person, and I'm a beautiful energy, and I love people, you know, and I believe I deserve a right to understand what's going on. And so different legislation I want to put forward for paternity fraud to be able to help people, fathers that don't know their fathers before it gets 18, 20 years, 23 years, 30 years down the road. Like, oh, I'm a father? I didn't get to be a father. I didn't get to be someone that could help share my experiences toward because we're all vibrational creatures. We all feel the vibrations from our children. Ask any mother if they can feel their child. If they can feel like they're sitting there watching TV, the child hurts themselves, they're going through an emotional thing, they're like, whoa, they look over. They just know because they're connected, not just because of in the womb, but because of genetic vibrations that mothers and fathers have with the children. Now, most children, they say statistically, exhibit 60% of their father's traits. Like, okay. Yet, we, are, we carry our, only our mother's mitochondria. So, really, we carry 99% of our mother's information because the mitochondrial DNA is really like the interpreter. Like, there's the DNA and then the mitochondria. And the mitochondria is the reader and the DNA is just a library of information. So we're really our mother's creature. And if they take it back, is it 70,000 years that there's only seven mothers? And then 300,000 years, there's only one mother or 300 or something around there. Like humans are only 400,000 years old. How that is, there's a lot of cataclysms that have happened here. Earth has had fires floods, earthquakes, all this stuff that has really hurt humans. And we haven't had a way to record ourselves except for chiseling it in rock, right? Like we look, we got the Sumerians from 60,000 years ago. In, in uh, Peru, there's, uh, I think, they think there's a 300,000-year-old garden of animals that have been carved. All these animals that were carved in stone, a whole garden of them that they think is about 300,000 years old. I mean, like, I don't know how they measure rock in age, but humans have not been able to share with other humans. And that's the human tragedy is that we can't take our information and give it to other humans until now. We've got these devices. We've got these ways to transcribe what's happening now for the future. Like, does the future see me 500,000 years from now? Maybe. Like, I don't see the future, obviously, but maybe the future is able to see me through whatever version of digital or quantum computing or whatever kind of thing they have in the future. 
they're able to look back at us now and be like, yo, we'll scroll through our Instagram and go, look at that old digital stuff. Now we got all the 3D. We can talk to ourselves in the past or something. I don't know. But we can do more than just writing on a, on a, on a, on a scribe like the, like the libraries in Tehran, Iran, that have been found under the earth, buried for millennia. They found scribes. They found information from past humans. That's so beautiful. And there's some groups out there that are trying to destroy the history of humanity. And honestly, like, we should leave it in the ground. Like, do not, like you find something cool, like, all right, bury it up before idiots with guns and their agendas destroy the history. Like, James Cameron came up. And he, he, like, dug in Egypt to prove that the Jews were in Egypt. Like, he said it was something else. But you watch his, his movie called Exodus, and he explains how all the different plagues actually did happen. Like, there was fire and ice coming down from the sky because there was a volcano happening and other weird weather shit. At the same time, he proves that, yes, locusts, did come across the land because of weird weather things and that there were um, boils happening on people that, that the firstborn Egyptian children were killed. Like, how could that happen? Well, the firstborns were put in cradles that were on the ground, on the very ground. And as in the water, there were underground volcanoes or earthquakes that released carbon dioxide, and carbon dioxide stays low. And it killed anything that was in a lower level. And this was proved in somewhere in South America. There was uh, a whole village chilling, and one dude was sleeping on the roof, but there, there was a, a, like a whole bunch of carbon dioxide came out of the water. All the frogs came out of the water. All the creatures came out of the water. Get away from the carbon dioxide. And all the people in the village died except for the guy on the roof because he was above the carbon dioxide layer. And people, you don't, you can't feel carbon dioxide. You just like get lightheaded and fall over. Why do you think they put the smell of garlic in butane or propane so that you could smell the gas? You can't smell gas. It's just something that comes over and then you get lightheaded, fall over and die. And that's what's happened to human history is that the Earth's surface is not a stable place. There's a lot of funky stuff that happens on the surface. The Siberian Rift in Siberia opened up, but it took 10,000 years for it to create an ice age, for it to release so much carbon dioxide into the atmosphere. It took 10,000 years for the create the ice age so people thinking that cars are going to mess everything up no guys really guys come on we're like an inch away from zero emission vehicles we can't be any closer to a cleaner vehicle than we've ever had like if you look at these these diesel vehicles they spit out all that black smoke well that's just soot and it falls to the surface no biggie i mean really they should get either oxygen compressor or have ozone go into their vehicle, then they would be able to utilize all the diesel that they're burning. But, you know, these are just 
facts and answers I'm trying to help people out there with because, you know, you're all awesome people. And, you know, if you made it this far through this show, thank you. You know, I, I can give you cheers because I'm a silly mofacker. I don't got all the answers in the world, but I do know that people have liked my answers and people have made a lot of money off my answers. And so I'm not trying to get all... Like, yo, I got all the answers. I don't got the answers to my own economics yet. You know, I'm trying to figure that out in the world because I don't like sitting in one place for one time. I don't want to do the nine to five every single day. When I work for Microsoft, I, you know, go work the job in a room with like four other people over the phone. And who do I talk to? I talk to the secretaries all day long. Anytime I walk in and out of the building, I'm talking to the admin assistants that are at the entrance to the building for like 15, 20 minutes because they're really nice, heartfelt people, and I need human communication and connection. Everybody needs a way to communicate in a human way, not over email, not over telephone, but a way to connect with the fellow humans because that's what we're here for. We're not here to be machines. If you think you're here to be a machine, you're missing out because we are the most incredible machines. Ask Fiona Apple. She had to redo her album because she's a super incredible machine. And yet, her second time she did the album, it was still kick butt. Beautiful, fantastic machines that we are. But we're love machines. We're heartfelt machines. And we're machines of emotion. We are able to see each other and evaluate each other without even opening our mouth. To be able to look at each other's faces and be like, oh, this person is saying this and this and this, whatever, through emotion, that we have subconscious ways of realizing each other. And the world that we're in, you go, you got a dog out there in the world, you go look at that dog and you tell me that dog does not have emotions. You say, no, dogs do not have souls. Oh my gosh. Dogs are the most beautiful, honest creatures in the world that will tell you if your vibrations are off, you know, it's amazing. It's beautiful. Animals, mm, so true. Like, um, I don't know where this was based, but someone told me once that there's something about you don't want to trust a town you go to that does not have any dogs. And I believe that is very true because dogs can feel vibrations. Dogs will tell you if something is amiss. They'll be able to feel the energies of someone that has hidden motives. You know, they're also, they can feel the energies of people that don't know their own energies. Like some dogs, they get so happy around me. They get all jumpy and whatever, and woo, they get excited. They don't know why, because they can feel our energies around us. And I see that in people that many people these days I meet up with, they're very happy. They can feel my vibrations with them. And one of the things that has really helped me with vibrations, let me see if I pull this out of my pocket real quick. Um, I, I got these shaman stones. Uh, they're also called Moki stones. You can get them on the internet, sent to you. They're, they're pretty cheap. Uh, I mean, on the internet, they'll send you more. But these little guys, they are concretions. They're basically just sand, but how they formed, we don't know yet. 
they have a way of helping balance the human's energy and vibration. Like just holding them right now, I can feel it fighting other difficulties I have. Like even on, on my wrist, I have this little spot that's going white or was even more white before. But since I started carrying the shaman stones, it was fighting whatever bacteria or fungus or whatever the heck it is that's on there. The only other way I was able to combat that was um, I put on some gloves once, but I, I put my hands in a whole bunch of um, MSM, similar to DMSO, and grapefruit seed extract. Maybe I had vinegar with that. I'm not sure. But the creatures that live on us, life says they have a right to live. Even though they may not be beneficial for us, the universe likes life. The universe is not into the Pacheco machine anymore. It knows always how things are going to bounce around under the exact same conditions. Now, life is, some, is never the same condition. We're always something different. We have the choice. We have the ability even as microorganisms to go to the right or go to the left or go to the place that we feel that our existence will survive more. So life is always fighting against life. This life feels is more important, or this life feels is more important, or this life feels is more important. This life, we have so many different forms of life within us. We have more DNA of other creatures in us than our own DNA, and we've got to understand that life loves life, that maybe the bacteria or whatever organism is a thing that wins over our organism, you know? And it sucks, especially when we're sick and, we, and other things are affecting us. So we find ways to heal ourselves and to realize that life is a super game. And if we can't conquer other life, it will consume us. And that's what the whole planet is. The planet is itself eating itself. Big fish, small fish. Big fish, small fish. Big Over and over and over and over and over. Look at all the oil in the world. Look at all the leftover life. Go at the beach. Go walk down the beach and look at all those old shells. Like those were creatures that they might not have been sentient as we are. But they could choose to go right or left, up or down, chew on this, chew on that. They had the choice within themselves because they're part of the life mechanism that the universe loves. We are the TV show for the universe. The universe is really bored. of The electron's always going to be spinning. It's not going to stop spinning. Like, I don't care if you, like, go to a black hole or whatever, you know. It's always going to be spinning. The world is predestined, already played out, except for life. Life gives the universe so many more possibilities, and it gives the universe purpose. We give the universe purpose. Just in choosing to watch this channel or watch that channel, this is purpose. And because we are part of the big purpose of life, it looks like a heart, doesn't it? Woo! I, I'm just stoked to be part of it. 
Like, I don't really understand everything in the world. I know that I'm trying to heal myself for the difficulties I've had. Yet, three fates have said Jason's going to go through this issue, this issue, this issue, this issue. And will he be able to heal himself or choose the issues that he goes across in the world? Is he going to be able to find a way to be magnificent and to overcome the difficulties? Because the struggle is real. I don't know how much more factual that term or any term in the universe is. The struggle is real. It's something that the universe wants, and it's something that we need to understand that we are part of. We are struggling against other life, but what life wins out in the end? We're not going to win out in the end. We create. Yeah. Uh, I got four more minutes in the broadcast. I'm going to close it up, Jabby. A jabber jaw out there giving a, giving a woo woo. Um, we create the possibility of the future. But at some point, the organisms are going to eat us. We're going to be the worm food, you know? And But luckily, we get to pass our DNA onto another creature that hopefully is able to have a slightly improved toolkit to be able to overcome the difficulties that the previous generation faced. And we're like the super samurai sword. You can't get more folds of beautifulness if you try. Like we have in us the DNA to create wings. At what point did mammals have wings? You know, like how, why do we have all this extra information unless we were part of a previous creature that made that? Maybe someone or some alien or a creator is like, let's make a creature that's got all these possibilities or we are parts of creatures that had those possibilities that evolved beyond them. Like you go look in the ocean, you're not going to find dinosaurs in the ocean anymore. Why not? Everything got killed in the ocean. The only things that are in the ocean that are big enough are creatures that came from the land and went back in. Look at the whales. Look at the dolphins. Those are land mammals. The ocean murders everything. The surface murders everything. But luckily, animals are able to survive in parts and be able to get to areas, get through the cataclysms to be able to create future. And we are a whole bunch. Yeah. We're a whole bunch of survivors. So please realize, that we each are very long lineages, and everybody should go make babies. Make babies, make life, because each individual of us, we're not going to be here in the future. Maybe maybe you like the same sex. Sure, get together with your same sex, but still make a baby somehow. Yeah, go, get, go to the sperm clinic, go to the whatever clinic. I don't know, whatever. But it's very important to make children. Because children are the future. And if we try to fill our, our blood with weird immunization shots that are messing with our DNA that are making people in Kenya infertile because they're just trying to get a tetanus shot, we've really got to protect each other because there's groups 
that want to hurt other groups of humans. So I can't drop bombs on the people that poisoned Kenya yet. But at some point, they're going to pay for it. And at some point, we're going to be able to help people live. And that's the whole point of life. Helping each other live, helping each other overcome our difficulties in the world. Thank you very much, Jason. That's Cup Broskis, Smoke Rules Radio, and uh, Craig X. Rubin from a Weed Show was on earlier. And uh, thank you all for listening. Much love, y'all. Ow! Bum, 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 ba-dee-doo-doo-doo-doo. Rub-a-doo-rop-bop. Bop-bop. Doo-ba-doo.